Transforming care through genomic medicine, personalized therapeutics, health services and outcomes research, and innovations in healthcare delivery. We're Children's Mercy Kansas City, presenting our audio interview series, Transformational Pediatrics, with host Dr. Michael Smith. So our topic today is rapid exchange of continuous renal replacement therapy for acute kidney injury. My guest is Dr. Vimal Chadda. He is a pediatric nephrologist at Children's Mercy Kansas City and associate professor of pediatrics at the University of Missouri Kansas City School of Medicine. Dr. Chadda, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good morning. So this is obviously a um, complicated um, discussion, but very important one because I know that Children's Mercy is one of the few hospitals that offers this type of rapid um, exchange technique. So we're going to get there, but before we do, let's first start talking about acute kidney injury and do a nice review there. Tell us, Dr. Chattel, what are some of the more common causes of acute kidney injury, some of the risk factors, and how do we recognize it in the PICU? Sure. So acute kidney injury, you know, we define as a sudden abrupt decrease in uh, kidney function, which happens over a short period of time. And basically, uh, there are two common ways that uh, we blood tests show the increase in serum creatinine or the patient's urine output decreases. Now, having said that, the acute kidney injury causes, they vary. If you are seeing the patient in community, uh, the most common causes might be dehydration. And uh, the causes also vary from country to country and region to region. But when we come to the ICU, the most common causes are sepsis, shock, uh, nephrotoxic medication. So basically, it's multifactorial uh, in the ICU. And we do uh, pick the kidney injury by measuring the serum creatinine, that if it starts rising and also by measuring the urine output. Right, and so if you start recognizing that there is the onset of acute kidney injury here through some of those measurements, through the history, um, run us through, you know, from your standpoint as the specialist, what are some of the, the, the common ways that you're going to treat this? So once the acute kidney injury is recognized, uh, the reason why we treat it obviously is because it's associated with increased in mortality and uh, when acute kidney injury is present the complications for these patients the length of uh, time they stay in icu everything increases so uh, the first is obviously prevention we don't want acute kidney injury to happen so we identify the high-risk patients try to avoid the medications uh, which can cause acute kidney injury, but unfortunately, if it does happen, uh, the severe acute kidney injury does happen in 11% of ICU uh, patients, uh, then uh, the dialysis is required. Uh, we do have three kinds of dialysis modalities. We do use all of them. Uh, briefly, they are peritoneal dialysis, hemodialysis, and uh, then the third one is CRRT or continuous renal replacement therapy, uh, which is the most common used in ICU because these patients are sick and unstable. So the third modality or the CRRT is the most common modality which is used. 
So obviously when, when you have to go that far and you have to start to do dialysis um, in these patients, there's concerns, right? There's concerns about the exposure to blood products, iron overload, uh, et cetera, et cetera, right? So, so tell us now then about this, this rapid exchange technique that, that Children's Mercy is now using and, and, and why you're doing that and what the outcome has been. So, uh, you know, whenever we use a dialysis machine, whether it's hemodialysis or CRRT, the machine has tubing and filter, and which has to be uh, filled with the blood, uh, because if the patients are younger and smaller in size, say less than 12 kilogram, uh, there's only that much blood they have. They have less than one liter of blood. And if I take out 100 ml of blood flowing in the tubes, they are at risk of developing uh, shock and a uh, lot of problems. So we have to fill the tubing with the blood. So specifically, uh, this um, rapid exchange is used for younger babies. So previously, what was happening was every time this machine stopped or we had to change to a new machine, so we had to get the blood from the blood bank, fill the tubing and filter with the new blood and restart the machine. So that was causing uh, exposure to the blood um, and uh, infectious agent, iron overload, a lot of problems. So we started using this technique in 2013. So what we do is, um, so we transfer the blood from one machine on which the patient is currently on to the other machine, which is done in five minutes. And during this time, the patient is off uh, dialysis therapy. And once the blood is transferred, uh, the same blood, which is obviously coming from the patient, and then we restart the dialysis just by putting the machine back on the patient. So uh, we don't have to get the blood from the blood bank. There is no new blood used, so everything is avoided. And the patient is off therapy only for five or six minutes uh, compared to before the whole process took more than an hour to do. So, so with this bridging technique, what what you're seeing is that there's there's less downtime, therapy downtime for these really critically ill children. Correct. That's absolutely right. So let me ask you this. So okay, so you've started this um, at Children's Mercy. You mentioned it, I think, in 2013. Um, and according to what I've researched and found, very few. Um, hospital centers are using this type of bridging technique. Why do you think that is the case, and what is the plan for Children's Mercy to, to maybe to educate more about this technique and the benefits? So uh, we are going to publish our experience. Uh, I think only three or four hospitals probably use it currently, and we presented our uh, uh, data in posters uh, in the uh, International Conference on Advances in Critical Care Nephrology in California, San Diego, uh, in 2016. And we also presented a poster uh, uh, at Symposium on AKI in Children in Cincinnati. So after presenting at those two places, uh, we are in the process of publishing uh, our data because we have more than 15,000 hours of experience on these machines. And we have changed uh, over 300 circuits and nearly half of them by uh, rapid uh, exchange. So we have a lot of experience. So I think now it's the time that we'll publish it and uh, 
more and more people uh, when they come to know of it i hope that everybody will start using it yeah and so and also just to kind of wrap it up too this technique um is well tolerated uh with the patients right i think i read that there was only one episode of hemodynamic instability versus um what up to like 20% with conventional circuit changes correct yeah, and that's the biggest advantage uh, because every time you get a blood from blood bank, uh, that blood is very acidotic and it's likely to cause problems. But now we are not getting the blood from blood bank. It is the same blood which was already running through the patient. So that's why uh, all the hemodynamic instability and all, they are so less. And that's uh, one of the reasons that we even use it in older kids. So obviously less than 12 kilograms used to avoid blood exposure. But even older kids where we don't have to prime the circuit with blood, we still use uh, the rapid exchange uh, to avoid wow. the hemodynamic instability. Right. That's fantastic uh, work, Dr. Chada. I want to thank you for uh, what you're doing. Um, and I'm sure you're going to be very successful in getting the message out and getting more hospitals to use this technique. And thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you're listening you so to Transformational Pediatrics. Um, for more information, you can go to childrensmercy.org. That's childrensmercy.org. I'm Dr. Mike Smith. Thanks for listening.